Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Four free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southernness to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody. Welcome to a really special edition of the Eagle Hour. We're at Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown. And uh, we've got two great guests today. John Cox, longtime play-by-play voice of the Golden Eagles, is with us. Head football coach Will Hall contacted me this morning about joining us. Coach, we're delighted to have you here. Oh, man, fired up to be here as, uh, you know, as, as, as Kelly and Phil Hall like to say, I'm blessed and excited to be here. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so, no, glad to be here, glad to be here with John and, and uh, you know, excited about tonight, excited to celebrate Scott Berry tonight. No question. John Cox, uh, you've been around a long time. Um, before we get to tonight, let's talk briefly about last night. What a... What an incredible moment, and what an incredible performance by Tanner Hall last night. Have you ever seen any better than that? No, he's he was really on last night. It, it'll be one of those moments that people will uh, talk about years from now, and they'll say that they were there, and they probably weren't. But uh, the fans that were there last night got treated, I think, one of the best pitching performances uh, that I've ever seen out of a guy in the black and gold. And I've seen half a dozen no-hitters. I've seen big wins against uh, you know some of the top teams in the country, but Tanner Hall last night from the moment he stepped on the mound. He was in control of that ball game and uh, that was just an amazing night. And that, that curtain call, I don't, I've never seen the fans ask for one like that. I've seen guys kind of step up on the top step, but last night, Tanner's got that personality. He wouldn't have come out there unless uh, they kind of pushed him out of there, right. out of that dugout. So what a great night uh, for Golden Eagle Baseball. Coach Hall, what, what makes a kid like Tanner Hall so special? Yeah, I think he's just a relentless competitor. I love watching him play. You know, I told you all off the air, Bob, my favorite Tanner Hall story was the Arkansas State game where he had a great first inning. He comes back inning two, and he was coming off a bad performance the week before, and he walks uh, two batters in eight pitches, and he recalibrates himself and fixes it mid-inning and gets out of the inning without giving up a run, and then he, he's rolled ever since the rest of the year. And Very few young people can do that. When failure starts setting in, to be able to fix it during the competition they're currently in uh, is a rare trait that uh, shows his competitive nature and, and, and what kind of guy he is. Eight innings, three hits, one walk, 12 strikeouts. 46 strikeouts in the last 30 innings. And, and you know, both of you guys can comment on this. I think last night, too, John, is especially when we saw guys you know, get taken in the draft and when we saw in this day and age where you can lose people in the portal or the NIL, I felt like Southern Miss fans, too, it wasn't just the magnificent performance. It was 
you stayed true to being a Golden Eagle. I felt like that was some of it last night as well. Well, I think that's something that Scott Berry uh, does a great job of kind of incorporating in his guys. I mean, they all love Southern Miss. That's not to mean somebody wouldn't leave at some time. But when they sit down and kind of weigh all the advantages and disadvantages, they know when you're a Southern Miss baseball player, pretty good chance you're going to compete yeah. for a conference title, pretty good chance you're going to play in the NCAA postseason. And uh, there's just a handful of schools that can almost guarantee that like Southern Miss can. i got to ask you this real quick. He's 6'1", 186. So he's kind of, you know, we would pigeonhole him as a slot receiver maybe. If he was with that type of mentality that you taught, if he was 6'2", 230, where would Tanner Hall play for the Golden Eagles? He would be he would be like Avery Hobbes or Hayes Maples probably. He'd be, he'd be an inside backer or an outside backer with that kind of mentality. Hobbes and Maples, I think, are cut from the same cloth as Tanner yeah. Hall. Good yeah. stuff. John, um, you mentioned in passing we were talking about the curtain call right before we went on, and you said, well, there's going to be another one tonight. It's uh, your thoughts this week uh, about Scott's, um, you know, uh, retirement announcement. I'm sad and I'm happy because I know Scott uh, has a lot of other things he wants to, to do and his family's important to him. And, you know, the game of baseball, athletics as a whole, takes you away from that family. So from that standpoint, I'm happy for him. He'll get to spend some time with Laura and hopefully one day some grandkids and all that kind of thing. But as a fan, uh, I, I've, I've known him since he first time I ever met him was early 80s when Southwest, then Southwest Missouri State came to Pete Taylor. Park. All that was there at the time was uh, an old press box and a couple of nasty old dugouts. And, uh, uh, you know, I, in fact, I was sitting outside next to the dugout at a table with a, uh, a telephone cord to the telephone pole there by the apartments over there. That's the first time I met him, and, you know, you sort of knew right away that uh, he was a special kind of guy. But, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll miss the game of baseball. He'll miss the, I, probably more than the competition himself, he'll just miss the relationships, I think, that he he's made because there's never been a guy that I've ever met that didn't uh, kind of fall in love with Scott Berry yeah. when they met him. So uh, that's what I think he'll miss. But, uh, man, I hate to see him go because he's done an amazing job of putting Southern Miss and Southern Miss baseball on the map. So, Charles, you and I were talking this morning, and we were obviously talking about Scott Berry. You know, you expressed to me that I don't think people understand how stressful coaching can be. And uh, you seem you seemed happy for him that at this point in his life that he's in a position that he could step back. But kind of let our listeners know that part of coaching at this level. Yeah, it's just different than it was, you know, so long ago. I think the days of seeing people coach you know, deep into their 70s and stuff is probably not going to happen much anymore because, you know, number one, you know, we're blessed to make a lot more money now than, than, we, than we used to back in those days. So you can retire earlier. But number two, the just the, you know, everybody wants things to happen right now. And anytime things go wrong, they want to make a change. That's the cool thing to do is to make a change now, particularly at the head coaching spot. So, you know, he's done an unbelievable job of being able to stay in one state. He's got state retirement. And uh, because he's won and had so much success and what people think about him, so he's got his years in. You reach a point in time, I think Hill Denson said the other day, that, you know, you start losing money if you keep coaching too. And, man, he's got he's got a whole life left to live. And uh, he's got grandkids and all coming and all those things. I mean, like, he's, uh, he's just an awesome guy. Well, there's no question that John <clears> – <throat> I think we all know who's going to be the coach, and we and we love that guy. I mean, he's a, he's a great man, but uh, you just don't replace Scott Berry, do you? 
Yeah, but you, and, and that's true. But you know, when uh, you know, when you think back, and and not many programs can say this. Yeah. You know, Pete Taylor took over in 1958. Since 1958, Pete Taylor, followed by Hill Denson, who had played for Pete Taylor, followed then by Corky Palmer, who had played for Pete Taylor and coached with Hill Denson, and then Scott Berry. So you've had four guys all connected, all in their own kind of ways, uh, have the same type of philosophy. But I think that the legacy of Scott Berry will be the guys that he's coached. I've spent the last couple days talking, uh, recording some stuff with some of the guys that uh, are getting ready to leave. There's eight guys that are maybe finishing up their careers uh, tonight for the, over the next few weeks for the Golden Eagles. And when you talk to those guys, uh, what comes out, they don't talk much about baseball. They talk mm-hmm. about how he's made them a man, how he's taught them the way you're supposed to, how you're supposed to live your life and how you're supposed to, matter what you do, how you're supposed to give everything you have and things like that. So I think beyond the, the home runs and the wins and the, the things like that, the thing that I think most of the guys that play for Scott Barrow remember is how he taught them to be a man and how he taught them to be the kind of person that he is. Yeah, well, Will, what, what I've been amazed this week, I, I said it to Hill the other day. By the way, Hill quipped with us and said, well, I keep reminding Scott he ain't caught me in losses. <laughs> But, but I mean, nobody talks about 517, 518 yep. after last night. Nobody talks about the regionals. Nobody talks about hosting the Super Regional. They talk about Scott the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, I first met Coach Barry right out of high school. He actually signed two of my best friends in the world. They were actually both groomsmen in mine and Rebecca's wedding. Uh, Brian Reed and Rory Thornton went to play for me at Meridian Community College. And I would drive. I was at Northwest playing football, and I'd drive down there and watch them play. And uh, You know, Coach Barry came into my dad's office because he wanted to know what they were like as football players. He wanted tough guys, you know, and they still love him to this day. Brian Reed said he texts him to this day. He still texts him. Uh, on his birthday, every day. Brian ended up being the all-time saves leader in Alabama history after playing for him at Meridian. And uh, they love him. I mean, those two guys are my best friends, and they absolutely love Scott mm. Berry. All right, we're going to have Coach Hall here throughout the show. John's going to be with us another segment. When we come back, Coach, I want to talk to you about your love for sports outside of football. All right. Be because, right. Of, because he is. He is a uh, – there, there's, there's a video out there, and it's on Facebook – Somewhere, and it's you getting crunk at the the regional against LSU last year, you know. And for for a minute there, I thought you were the throw it in the dirt guy, just uh, (laughs) you know. But um, as we got, we're wrapping up the segment about thirty seconds before we hit hit the commercial. Um, John, last night was was a huge win for the Golden Eagles. Etzel with the grand slam. Yeah, Absol has hit six. He's only hit six home runs this year. They've all come during this 14-game winning streak. And so he told me last night, he said, well, I just decided I need to hit some home runs. So that's kind of Etzel. He is a character, man. I, I love being around him. And uh, You ever thought about growing the beard out? I, I could I could try for the next 20 years and never get one to go that uh, big as well, he does. This is what a big story. He hit that home run last night. My daughter texted me from Birmingham. They're watching the game. It simply said, fear the beard. That's it. That's it. No, no. All right, we're at Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown with Coach Will Hall and John Cox. We'll be right back. More after this.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, we're glad you are wherever you're tuned in this afternoon or online. Welcome back to the Super Talk Eagle Hour, broadcasting today from Fuzzy's Tacos in Midtown, one of our favorite locations. And our dear friend Justin Harris joins us. Man, we brought the celebrities with us today, Justin. Yeah, it looks like that. I appreciate you bringing in the firepower today. We got uh, Coach Hall, and we got John Cox, and we got listeners that came down. Not because of Luke and I, but because John Cox and uh, Will Hall are here. That's right. Uh, but we appreciate you very much. Coach Hall says some of his uh, coaches eat here pretty regularly. Oh, yeah. They, 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 my guys love it here, man. They do a great job. And I think Mark Kreiner's a legend. They may put, they may put a uh, statue up of Kreiner. <laughs> we are so. working on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a football coach sitting here, we're talking baseball this afternoon. Uh, kind of put into words what uh, the Southern Miss football program, the baseball program, the athletic athletic department means to businesses like yours i think it goes without saying you know when you know when winning cares a lot but definitely uh the excitement and you know they get a little too overexcited around here from time to time i do it myself as well you know higher expectations but winning the uh the fanfare the, you know the activities anytime we have that it, it's a huge boost for our business here and i mean like you and i've discussed the regional and the super regional last year um it's just a big thing and then the, the football games in the fall each one of those you know we're fortunate enough to get five or six of those each fall. It's a big boost for business around here. And as the football team has uh, developed under Coach Hall, you've told me that you've benefited directly. Absolutely. Uh, the winning, you know, and the success uh, that uh, we're having out there now uh, with Coach Hall, uh, you, you can see it. I mean, even it, the last game of the year, uh, last year, the, um, it was just we weren't ready for it. We weren't prepared as a bigger crowd than we expected here. So it's uh, it, it's really a big impact when uh, we're having good times over there. Coach Hall, what does it mean to, for you as a football coach to know how the success of your program benefits people like Justin Harris and his business partners? Yeah, it's something that I kind of knew coming into this job, and it's one thing that, that drew me to this place so much is this, you know, everybody matters at Southern Miss. You know, it's not, you know, at some places – you know, a guy can get mad and, and decide he doesn't want to come to games or give money anymore, and they've got enough resources to overcome that. At Southern Miss, I say all the time, people have heard me say, we've got just enough where if everybody's pulling the rope together, we can do anything we want, but we don't have so many that if people jump off the rope and don't pull, that we can overcome it. And uh, I, I love that about this place. We need everybody. I think everybody really understands that. And we got a few old sore heads, you know, that that, that, that no matter what happens, they're not going to do right. That's right. But for the most part, our people really rally around us and uh, embrace, you know, what Joe Paul calls that Southern Miss grit. Right. Now, Coach, I know you love all sports. I, I've sat by you at a basketball game. You were the biggest cheerleader there. I, I know I see you at baseball games. I heard you with John at the Arkansas State game. Uh, and I'm so grateful that, that you show support for the other athletic programs here. Yeah, you know, it's something me and Rebecca, we were actually on the road uh, going to Sunbelt meetings, and and, uh, and I said, golly, babe, you know, we're not going to be able to watch Tanner pitch Thursday night. And uh, because – I don't know, man. I just I have so much respect for Scott, and I also have so much respect for Jay and, and Coach McNellis and all of our coaches. But the way we do it here and the kids, you know, I know where most of them are from. I, I know they're, you know, I mean, shoot, man, our, our catcher's from Gulfport, our first baseman's from Wilmer, our second baseman's from Northwest Rankin, our shortstop's from So-So, you know, and so on and so on. Like, that's our people. That's who we are. And, um, 
you know, I we recruit those places in football, so we know their friends and stuff too. And uh, it's just a neat deal how our programs are kind of all being built right now the same way. And that's a credit to Jeremy uh, McLean, obviously a lot too. And uh, we got a good thing going right now. Absolutely. You feel the same, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. I, uh, I enjoy, uh, and it's good. I mean, you got to look what the basketball team's done, the football team's done, obviously uh, the baseball team. And I know those are just the big three. But, I mean, we do benefit from, from other ones as well, believe it or not, some volleyball, softball. I mean, so it's uh, it's everybody in it together. Yeah. John, you, you've seen this as much as anybody. Uh, the, the athletic department as a whole, since Jeremy McLean has come here and he's hired people like Will Hall, it's just there's so much positive momentum right now. More, probably more than I've ever seen, especially for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, I, I, what you guys were talking about, I see all the way down the line. I see the, the teams that come in here to play, whether it be a volleyball team or a softball team or a tennis team, and they're always asking our people, where do we need to go eat? You know, where do we need to go stay? And our people are always going to respond with the people who support Southern Miss. And so that's the kind of the way it needs to be. And uh, this is such a a great area. I know when I travel, I love it when the team stays in places that are close to the university where Absolutely. you can take a look, you can walk on campus and see what's going on. And and, and my, my uh, as I watch that, when we stay at places on the road that are near the university, they seem to be places that are really thriving in the community from an economic standpoint. So uh, it's, it's a great marriage if you can get it like we've got here at Southern Miss uh, with this area close to the university. That's exactly the way you want it to be. Good for the University, good for the city, good for the businesses. Can't be any better than that. Coach Hall, we all get the impression, too, that you you, you just don't say this, but you love being a Golden Eagle. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody would question that. You know, through uh, yeah, through it all, I'm you know, I, I'm so thankful to be the head coach here. It's where I always wanted to be. And, and it's because of what I'm talking about. I love going to recruit. Waynesboro, Mississippi. I love going to recruit Bassfield, Mississippi. I love going to Gulfport. I love going to Amory and Calhoun City. Like, I know what those people are about there. I, I, there's immediate information that I already know from years and years and years of just how I grew up. And, uh, and, and the way my career as a player and how I was raised mirrors this place in so many ways. I was a short guy that has a chip on his shoulder that has to prove people wrong every day as a player, and that's Southern Miss as a program through the years and years is the same way. So it's been a good fit for me and my family. And, you know, it's been a tough build. We all know that. We inherited a situation that was, you know, I'm going to write a book about it one day. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, we're over it now. We've made it through it. We're going into year three. The roster is in a good place, and we're going to be able to really uh, have a lot of fun here moving forward. What I, well, I like what Will's done is is you can find anybody in this immediate area and on out miles and miles. They all feel like like they know Will Hall, like he's been their next door neighbor, his uh, you know their buddy, uh, and and Will makes people feel like that, and you know when people feel like that, they want to be involved in what's going on in Southern Miss, and I think that's why we're setting records in regards to the Eagle Club and season tickets and things like that, because we get coaches that people feel like they know and they know what they feel like, they know what they're all about. Well, with all due respect to his predecessor, I will tell you that when Coach Hall came here. We we on this show ten years now on there we had never had a football coach as accessible to us as this man sitting here. I don't believe he's ever told us no about anything we've ever asked him to do on the Eagle Hour. 
Well, we try. <laughs> you know, I appreciate uh, I appreciate everything y'all do for us. Y'all were extremely supportive and positive through some really tough times of building this program back. And uh, we didn't take we we've said it many times. We didn't take any shortcuts building this program back. We fixed the academics. We fixed the off the field stuff, and and we fixed the roster. And uh, we're in a good spot now moving forward. We're going to be highly competitive. We're going to be in the mix in the Sun Belt from here on out. And uh, I'm just excited about the summer and, and how we finished up this semester. And we got uh, we got some new quarterback blood in, on campus, <laughs> and uh, I know you're not going to tell us who that's going to be. You may not know who that's going to be, <laughs> but it was a really healthy quarterback competition in the spring, right? Yeah, you know, we've got our situation now in that room where there's competition every day. There, there's kids that can really play. Uh, there's some old, some young. There's, if you look at us, we signed two high school kids this year that can really play. We've got one committed right now that can really play. And then we've got some older guys now in the room that can also play. And that's what you want. When you look at the the Georgias and the Bamas and Ohio States, they've got six or quarter, you know, five to seven quarterbacks in the room that were highly recruited kids that are their guys that are competing every day. And uh, that's what you want, you know, and we've finally been able to, to get it to that point. Justin, I'm sure you're glad this man's here. We think he's the perfect guy for this. Absolutely. I, I mean, I, uh, we're, I can't tell you how excited we are to uh, have him here. And it's one of the things I'll say about, you know, with Coach Hall, and I, I don't know him real well, but he makes me feel like that, like what uh, John had said. And the same thing with Coach Barry. When they're talking to you, they make you feel like you're the one that matters. And I know they got a million other things that they could be doing, trust me. But that's one of the unique things about them and Southern Miss and how they understand and embrace that. There's no question about that. And that that has long been the secret of uh, Scott Berry, has it not? Absolutely. No question. And it goes back. I mean, M.K. Turk was like that. Jeff Bauer was like that. You know, at Southern Miss Hill, Denson, Corky Palmer, Scott Berry, like that. So uh, it's not a – you know, just a, a, a something that happens. Uh, the, the success at Southern Miss of our athletic teams are all guys that knew how to communicate with the community, mm-hmm. make the community feel like they were a part of that overall program, and you know, and, and they are. And so that's why those guys have always been successful at Southern Miss. All right, Coach, real quick, just a few seconds left. This school has a history of good quarterbacks that I don't think any school in Mississippi can match. Yeah, it's certainly, you know, been incredible through the years. You know, you go all the way. I mean, you know, I'm a big Lee Roberts guy. I think Reggie Collier, I think if Reggie Collier played in today's offenses, he would do things incredible. I mean, uh, what Reggie would do in today's day and age. Of course, obviously the great Brett Favre and and Jeff Kelly, uh, tough guy who just won a state title down at Sarah Land. You know, we've had so many through the years. Then you go to Nick Mullins and Austin Davis and so on and so on. All right, we're going to continue with Coach Hall, John Cox, Justin Harris. Thanks for having us here, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you all. More from Fuzzy's Tacos right after this. Midtown Hattiesburg. We're glad you're with us. Great show today. We've got John Cox and 
head football coach Will Hall on the show with us. So first Bob, of all, Bob we, we should we should clarify because people heard that that <laughs> Hall was on the show, and so people were it was people that were thinking they were going to show up because they thought it was Tanner. So, <laughs> Coach Hall, you are the uh, second most famous Hall just today. Proud to be. No, just no. I, 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 I truly hate we uh, we led people astray on that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and and John gets all these questions all the time if you guys are related at all. We are not, but somewhere along the line we might could be because he ain't the biggest guy in the world either, and he's he is a freaking battler, man. I love watching him. All right, still to come on the show, we're going to have the pitching coach from Lafayette. Seth Thibodeau, yeah. University of Louisiana. I apologize yeah. for being on here. If, if, if official South Alabama personnel are on, we refer to them that. If yeah. the slang comes out at South Al and Ulala or Lafayette will come out. So we, when he's on, they'll be University of Louisiana. Are, are you going to say anything to him about that Lynch jersey? Oh, we, we haven't even mentioned this, have we? So we have the official Danny Lynch The uh, Danny there. Lynch pimp my home run jersey is, is live on set right now. John, you saw that. I did. What was your commentary about that that whole incident that was I don't know. You know, I probably didn't say a whole lot about it. Uh, I let the fans talk more about that kind of stuff. It's the official flag of uh, goat yoga now, too. Right? <laughs> That's right. Now, Coach Hall, since you're on the since you're on the show, let me ask you this question. Luke got that jersey, and as part of the Eagle Hour, don't you think that jersey should be hanging in the Eagle Hour studio as opposed to in Luke's closet? <laughs> That is kind of selfish of Luke. It is. You know, Thank you, is. Coach. Hey, or Bob didn't contribute one red cent to it, and he's trying go. to claim credit for it. That's another perspective. All right, Coach Hall, I've seen you at basketball. We see you at baseball. Outside of football, what would be Will Hall's favorite sport? Oh, man. I love basketball and baseball both. I, 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 was, I grew up in a family. A lot of people don't know this, but on my mother's side, uh, all those people are basketball coaches. Jason McKay is my cousin, and he's like a brother to me. He's a state champion basketball coach up at Baldwin in Prentice County in North Mississippi, and his father, Larry McKay, was also a state champion basketball coach. And then I've got Ben Gardner, the head basketball coach at Madison Central, is a second cousin of mine. He's my mom's sister's son. And uh, so we're a very basketball-driven family. Uh, I was I was a good basketball player in high school, and uh, but I love baseball, too. I grew up in a family in North Mississippi that always listened to – we listened to Jack Buck, the St. Louis Cardinals, every night on the radio, Dad and I. And uh, so lo- love both of them and certainly love love watching Coach Ladner's teams and then love watching uh, Coach Barry's teams play. Now, John, you're a former basketball player here. Coach Ladner's had some big signees announced. Man, Coach Ladner, like Coach Hall, he's got it going. He's got it going. He's the right guy at the right time uh, for Southern Miss. You know, there's something about, uh, as, as Will talks about, you know, growing up around that community, around that college, around that athletic program. His dad, Jay's dad, was a great high school basketball coach, Jay Larry Ladner, and uh, Jay's kind of following him. Does a lot of the things his dad used to try to do. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that is uh, a great match there. Basketball, they're, they're, they're going to have a great recruit. Year, uh, I think they're in the portal some and trying to add some pieces like they did a year ago. And so then you throw in Juan Cardona, who now is the uh, head coach of the Chilean national team, and uh, that's going to you know open up some doors that have never been opened before to Golden Eagle uh, basketball. So uh, yeah, great great job there. I did want to ask you this because th- there's chatter and nothing official. Um, when's the last time you called a game in the Biloxi Coast Coliseum? 
Been a while, probably uh, when uh, Eustacey was here. So I'd say a good uh, maybe 10 to 15 years, something like that. You know, we we used to, you know, the, the, the best events ever down there were a couple of the old Metro Conference tournaments there in the Biloxi Coast Coliseum. And the Eagles made it to the finals a couple of times there. And But you had, there's Denny Crum on the sidelines coaching Louisville. Wow. And, uh, I mean, some of the all-time great coaches, Jeff Mullins over at uh, Charlotte and people like that. And, and, and there were 10, 12, 13,000 people in there. And it was amazing. Uh, so I'd love to see us, uh, you know, yeah. have another presence down there because that uh, that was really a hotbed for basketball back in the day. Well, you, tell, you tell Coach Bobby Hall that we're thankful he's converted because December 23rd might be a little, the old Bobby Hall, there might be a little little stuff there, but glad to know he's a black and gold guy now. So, of course, we're referencing the fact that it appears Ole Miss will be playing us in basketball. Yeah. My question for you, Coach Hall, is when are they going to step up and take on the football team again? <laughs> oh, people love to ask me that, Bob. And, and uh, you know, obviously that's way above me. And uh, I think it would take – the only thing I will say, I think it would take some type of uh, legislative deal. Really? You know, I think it would have to come out of Jackson well, for it State, to ever happen. Mississippi State will play. A whole different ball game. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this be the first time this year. And it's a pretty special date. They State plays us, the, you know, five days before um, the Egg Bowl. So, I mean, it's a pretty cool way that Mississippi ends the football season. It really is. You know, we, we're going too Starkville this year, and then we open up the year in 25 with them. And then uh, Jeremy was able to solidify another deal with them a home and home later in the 20s so that's going to be like down the road in like 28 and 30 maybe or something like that i don't want to give the exact dates i'm not exactly sure but we've got that coming up as well so we got two games with them four games coming up with them over the next probably 10 years i just want to let you know i did ask keith carter on air <laughs> i said i said mr carter when are y'all gonna play us in uh, football and he said i think we're booked up for the next decade so yeah. i tried i tried keith's defense is probably way above him too it, it's, it's pretty wild <laughs> John, um, this baseball team uh, tied for first. And, I mean, tell our listeners, you need to be watching uh, the actually, weather. we're in first by half a game right now. We are. Right. Because, and I'm, I'm just saying, pray for rain over in Conway, you know. I thought about that last yeah. time. Or you got to root for the Marshall Thundering Herd. Well, I'm going to pray for rain. It's a, better, that... it's a better chance to pray <laughs> for rain. <laughs> but this this team, as you've watched them this year, I mean, we've the 14-game win streak, uh, the, the bottom of the order has really come on. Sergeants come on. And, you know, we have – Oz has figured it out once again where to put those guys in, in the bullpen and the starting rotation. Well, I think there's no secret to I mean, Will's doing the same thing. You find guys that love Southern Miss. You find guys that uh, have that particular skill set that fits into what you're trying to do. And I don't know if anybody's better than that than Scott Berry. He knows how to plug those guys in. He has a right feel for when this guy's hot and maybe that guy's not quite as hot and who needs to be here and there. And when it comes down to it, though, if you look at the starting lineup, they're in the course of this uh, winning streak, it's virtually the same lineup each and every game. And uh, guys that are some veteran guys mixed in there with some of the young guys. He's never afraid to put a young guy in there like Nick Monastere, who's having a tremendous year. And so, uh, you know, it all starts with the guy who's moving those chess pieces around the board and has for 14 years, Scott Berry. Yeah. A kid I love is Montenegro Rodrigo. Coach, something tells me you like catchers. They oh, yeah. just strike me as being the kind of kids you'd really like. Tough guy. Man, they're both unselfish too. You know, uh, you know, Rodrigo and Blake. They, they, they've been rotating a little bit in there, and they both give you 
you know, everything they can for this program. But I want to – what Luke was talking about with coaching, you know, our fans – what what our baseball staff's done this year, like that's real coaching. You know what I mean? Like so we lose all those pitchers to the draft, we lose a few to the portal. Then we come into this year, no way talks about this, but we lose Chandler Best. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we're rocking along in the season and Matt Adams has his injury. Middleton has his injury. And along the line we're having to pitch a lot of young guys that we weren't planning to pitch and they're able to grow them without killing them during the season. That's really, really hard to do. And now all of a sudden we look up at the end of the year and all these young pitchers are pitching really, really well. Matt Adams has come back from injury. Middleton's back from injury. And we've grown, and, and we're hitting the home stretch, and everybody's doing what – and that's that's coaching, and that's really, really hard to develop young talent without putting them in position to kill their confidence as you go. Fair to say this may be one of the best coaching jobs we've seen on this staff in a number of years because it's not the most talented team. Maybe I think that's It's youth, the, the yeah. way that it's they've been able to team, accelerate the Look youth. how they've improved, John, from the start of the season to now. Well, I think one of the strengths of Scott Berry is he doesn't want to have all the credit. You know, he doesn't want to have to coach everybody. He believes in his assisted coaches. He lets them do their job and kind of stays out of the way. And, you know, Christian Ostrander is one of the best coaching uh, pitching coaches in the country. Travis Creel. Uh, Travis, man, he is a great coach. He's a Southern Miss Golden Eagle through and through. And then Ben Brewer and, uh, you know, uh, BJ, all those guys that they've got on that uh, Golden Eagle coaching staff, they're doing a great job. Keller Bradford, guys like that. Everybody's got their role. Scott Berry just gets out of the way, lets everybody do their thing, and when you put it all together, you, know, you win uh, 14 in a row like now, the Golden Eagles. Now have. listen to him break down our roster and our injury updates. I think there's a little secret. Another baseball coach in the Southern Miss. I mean, you listen. If you're just off the street listening and you didn't know who Will Hall is, well, I would, you would I think would, he's assistant baseball coach. I, I would coach. say this, and I don't know this has happened, but I know Scott very well enough to know if he thought uh, Will Hall could give him a tip. I mean, he would, I, and he has. I mean, they, you guys talk. Maybe you talk baseball, and he probably talks a little football with you, but there's a lot of similarities. And so from the coaching standpoint anyway, and, you know, Scott Berry's not afraid to ask somebody uh, for some help. And he's done that, I'm sure, many times in his career. And uh, he's just, you know, he's the most selfless guy I've ever known. He's all about winning. All right, John, I know you got to go. I want to thank you, man. You're, you're, you're always a welcome guest. I appreciate it. Yeah, I feel bad. I like to be in the press box by about 1230 or so. But uh, <laughs> I, for this, I would, uh, I'll would i be a little late today. I like to get in there and just soak in the atmosphere, man. You can feel it when you walk in those gates over at P. Taylor Park. We've known each other a long time. I always appreciate it. Thank you, Bob. Glad all to be right, here. We'll Luke, be back. Thank you. Coach thank Hall's you, John. Stay with us. Luis Anna Lafayette, pitching coach, joins us too. Hang on. segment of the week live at Fuzzies right on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. John Cox headed to the stadium. Appreciate him joining us. Coach Will Hall continues to sit in with us. Justin Harris back. The uh, 
the owner and proprietor of Fuzzy Stalkers. I'm happy to have Seth Thibodeau, the uh, pitching coach for uh, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Coach, thanks for sitting in with us this yeah, last I'm, I'm honored. I'm proud to be on. Thank you for having me. Um, just to go back to last night, uh, we were talking about uh, Tanner Hall's performance, but but what an atmosphere. We as Southern Miss fans had circled this series sure. uh, because of playing you guys the previous years. I mean, it was a great atmosphere last night. I, I felt like we were playing in a Super Regional. I'm so happy that Southern Miss is in our league now because we get to experience this. It was it was fun. It was electric, and um, it was fun to be a part of, and I kind of circled it, too, because I thought if, had we stayed healthy, which we haven't, that we might be playing them for a conference title, which we were just a game out of that going into last night. So, yeah. But, um, no, awesome atmosphere, and I didn't, I'm, you know, I went to William Carey. Shout out to those guys for yeah, making the run. The World but, Series, yeah. So I've always been, a, you know, and I coached at Pearl River, and coached this guy at Pearl River, so I, I always had a familiarity with the program, but, man, it was electric last night. Yeah, Justin, I mean, we got we got college football coaches, college baseball coaches yeah. coming into Fuzzies at lunch, man. Yep. Yep, happy to have them here again, like we said earlier, so mm-hmm. very appreciative. Um, Will Hall, um, I know you've told us before, but it's pretty cool to have two Sunbelt schools on set here. Just absolutely wonderful, happy, thankful to be in this new conference. Oh, holy cow. It's been, <laughs> it's been great. Just just for like what you talked about last night with the atmosphere, and if we would have been in Lafayette, it would have been the same way. Yeah. I mean, their baseball program, playing game, playing baseball there. I coached there in 17. Love going to uh, baseball games there. It's, uh, it's going to be a great rivalry for so many reasons, such pa- passionate fan bases, and uh, it's just been great. It's been great for everybody uh, involved, Southern Miss and the league, and just the way they set it up from a geographic standpoint. Coach Thibodeau, um, Sunbelt, it's, it's it's a top five baseball conference now, and I know you guys were super excited when Old Dominion, Southern Miss, and the other two schools came in as well. Oh, absolutely. It just adds so much to it. I feel like I'm in a mini SEC, to be honest with you. Uh, I, it's better than a top five. It really is. We've played teams from other leagues. What you get from Texas State, what you get from Southern Miss, what you get on the East Coast with all those guys, Georgia Southern. Coastal. It's a war, man. Coastal, Coastal yeah. comes to our house a couple of weeks ago. They're ranked number five in the country. It's like, holy smokes, man. You know, so it, it, it's pretty amazing. It's fun. And, boy, it puts a little heat on you recruiting-wise. What, um, what, what's your team's approach now? I mean, we've been talking last night. I feel like Tanner Hall pretty much cemented the Ferris Trophy last night with that performance. Last time, you know, possibly pitched at the peak, but there's two more games to play. Southern Miss has got to remember that. Louisiana's got to remember that. We're fighting to get in a regional right now, you know, an at-large bid, and so and those guys are trying to host a regional and do some big things too. There's a lot on the line the next, you know, two games for us. Um, so we, we, we and we both want to go into that tournament next week, kind of, you know, somewhat healthy and, and able to, to compete in that thing too. So that's the tough part about playing this war this weekend is man, we got to flip the switch and play on Wednesday again next week. So you know, it's big, but every win right now is critical for postseason play. Justin, how cool is it to see this guy coaching at the oh. D1 level in a great program like oh, the it, Cajuns? It, 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 have, it makes me smile. I saw, when I saw him come in, I was excited. So uh, he's been a big part of, uh, you know, 20 years ago. We go back a long way. So, uh, you know, I owe him to where I went to college because of him, uh, you know, at Sanford University and the connection he had. So very appreciative. Yeah. Coach Hall, um, as you've already shown earlier, you, you would have thought he was an assistant baseball coach under Scott Barry. <laughs> Very few D1 head football coaches could break down the Southern Miss roster. Your observations from last night, your observations going into this weekend, what's, what Southern Miss needs to do? Well, you know, you got two great programs playing, and every game is its is its own game. You know, nothing that happened last night is going to affect tonight in any way. And so uh, we 
just got to, you know, I want the Eagles to win. I want us to play well again. We got Billy Odom on the hill and uh, fired up to watch him again. He's been a great addition, and uh, hopefully we can pull it out again. I think it'll be another electric atmosphere and uh, should be a fun night, you know, celebrating Scott Perry yeah. too. That, that's the big thing is I always worry about this on senior night. Uh, in football at the end of the year with those guys because you've got to handle that emotion and then you still got to play. And tonight we're going to celebrate Scott Berry, but we still got to play. Yeah. And so we got to make sure we manage that. And a lot of our older guys, Danny Lynch and Sarge and those guys, have got to lead and make sure we, we handle that the right way. Seth, I saw last night um, when you guys shake at the end of the – I think it was you. I saw Coach Deggs and I think you were second in line. You stopped and you said something to Scott Berry. What 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 goes on? I'm what did you so, tell him I, last night? He's. I used to work camps here for Coach Paul when I was at Pearl River. And Coach Barry always took me under his wing when I was a young, dumb coach. So I've always had the utmost respect for him. I've always admired him. Um, and I always kind of wanted to maybe work for him one day. And so last night I told him, thanks a lot for announcing this retirement before we play you. And now we got all these dang Southern Miss Golden Eagle people going nuts. They hate us. You got them all riled up, man. It's like the Cajuns versus the Rednecks right now. And we're going, we're in a tough place. So it's, it's uh, no, it's fun. I, I have a lot of respect for him as a human being. And I honestly have watched him from afar and, and, and made sure that I tried to act like him, you know, yeah. because he's first class. And everybody in the country knows it. And what a, what a treat to be able to coach against him. Absolutely. We appreciate you sitting in with us. Thank you. On this last segment. Justin Harris, thank you for uh, for hosting us today. It's a great show. Appreciate it. And uh, co-host Will Hall, thanks for uh, <laughs> for sitting in with us, man. It's been fun. It's This time of year, I'm able to do a few things like this and really appreciate y'all having me. And it's been fun. Now, we sign off with... With, with the Southern Miss, so you don't have to say that. Okay? <laughs> good luck to your guys this Thank weekend. You. Thank so, you so much. Appreciate, what a treat to be a part of this. Appreciate you guys. Uh, everybody listening to us. Great show today. We'll catch you Monday. And uh, for everybody else other than Coach Thibodeau, Southern Miss <laughs> to the top. Seven, 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 into the Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.